got the full squad here. It is the official 2020 Game Chat Mock Draft. So what we're going to do is we already got the draft order figured out. We're doing no trades. We're going to go 1 through 32. The draft order is, just for the listeners, Brock number one. Oh! Eli number two. Anthony Sandeos number three. Jack, myself number four. Sid number five. Brandon six. Cole seven. And Reed eight. And that, then we'll just start over from there. All right. Reed. Play the sound. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, hey, I, I didn't want to accidentally play it so the sound isn't on. Alright. With the first pick, Brock Olsen is on the clock with the Cincinnati Bengals. Alright. With the first pick in the 2020 quarantine mock draft, Cincinnati Bengals selects. Joseph Lee Burrow, quarterback, LSU. Love it. Great pick. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, hard to pass on this pick. Tried to be controversial, but this was a no-brainer. Threw seven touchdowns, first half alone against Oklahoma. 31 for 49 for 463 and five tugs against Clemson in the national championship. So, I mean, just with the FBS touchdown record, Heisman winner, and a commanding win of the championship. This guy's an absolute baller and proves he can put up big numbers on the big stage. So I'm excited to see what he does for our team. Yes, sir. I love it. All right. <laughs> Eli is on the clock. Is that right? With the Washington Redskins. Yes. Uh, the Washington Redskins pick. Uh, defensive end from Ohio State, Chase Young. Yes, sir. Best player in the draft. <laughs> yeah, Holt says best player in the draft. By far. Yeah, interesting. Eli, anything to add? I mean, there's not much. Yeah, there's, there's not a ton. I mean, it's hard to go wrong with someone like Chase Young. Um, there's a lot of swirling talk about, you know, people wanting to or whatever, but, you know, the Redskins just think he's too injury-ridden and he's just not something that they can – they can ride on, so. Yeah, there you go. All right, number three. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, with the, the Lions. pick in the 2020 mock draft, the Detroit Lions will select Jeff Okuda, Ohio State cornerback. I like it. Anything, anything on him? Um, I mean, since there's no trades – that's who they're going to pick. But if they were to probably trade down to number five and then still be able to select him. But since they lost so much in the secondary this year, that's who they're going to go with. Yeah, I totally agree. They traded, traded away slides. He's by far and away the number one corner. Yeah, but like you said, I, I feel like they're probably going to trade down and still be able to get him. So, yeah. All right. All right, with the uh, fourth pick in the 2020 mock draft, the New York Giants are going to go with Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. Um, 
Isaiah Simmons is kind of like a, a hybrid safety linebacker. Um, I, I compare him to Derwin James, the safety out of uh, San Diego, or Los Angeles Chargers. Um, he can cover the slot. He can cover the tight end. He can rush the passer. Ran a 4 3 9 40 at 240 pounds. Um, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the claim that in five years Isaiah Simmons is the best player in this draft. That is right. incorrect. Isaiah I, agree. I agree. Thank you, Brandon. No, I love it. I do. I love it. Dude's a stud, bro. Dude's a stud. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think in five years he's going to be the best player in this draft. All right. Um is it Mitch? Yeah, Mitch with five. Okay. Still Mitch. So with the fifth pick, I'm gonna. I'm thinking the Dolphins are gonna pick two attack of Iloa. I feel like with them, they're just like trying to like get teams to like not pick him, like trying to like just make it so they can get him. Yeah. Number five, so they don't have to make any trades or anything, so they can get him at five. I just got a notification on my phone that they're looking to trade up to number three for an offensive tackle. So. But that's the, that's the thing with this with right now right before the draft there's a lot of smoke there's a lot of teams and that's what Mitch is kind of saying that teams are throwing out information they're throwing bait yeah just so and I think that's a great point because a lot of teams know I mean everybody knows Minnesota or Miami has two picks later in the draft they know that if they wanted to trade up they could and so I, I think I agree with Mitch I think that they want two at five but they're not gonna they're not gonna be willing to trade up so that if they if they get if if some team wants to uh, above them, then they won't. They'll they'll be fine with Herbert at five as well. Yeah. That's what that's what I think they're gonna do. I like that pick, Mitch. All right, um, Brandon at six. We're done with the with the noise because oh, okay, I was waiting for it. So. <laughs> uh, with the six pick, uh, I think the Chargers are gonna take Justin Herbert. Uh, I just feel like I don't I don't feel like they don't believe in Tyrod as long term. I feel like I think Justin Herbert might be a steal in this draft as well. So, yeah, good pick. Um, cool. Um, with the seventh pick, I'm gonna pick Derek Brown out of Alabama, defensive tackle out of Auburn. Auburn, I'm sorry. <laughs> Auburn. I think How dare you? Best player in the draft right now, and I think when you're a defensive lineman and you wear a single-digit number, you're automatically good. So, <laughs> all right. Wait, what team were you selecting for? Panthers. That's for the Panthers. All right. We are at eight. Uh, with the eighth pick, the Arizona Cardinals select Jarek Wills, offensive tackle Alabama. Um, my thoughts on this are I thought if they didn't get DeAndre Hopkins, I thought they're gonna take like a Jared Judy, CD Lamb. But since they they got DeAndre Hopkins, their their full is offensive tackle. So I think this is a good fit, and they're, they have a good left tackle, so he can go and play right tackle where he played at Alabama. Um, back to Brock. All right, pick nine. Jacksonville Jaguars are going to take Jerry Judy, wide receiver, Alabama. Um, yeah, they're folks on snagging a wide receiver in this draft, and even though they already have DJ Shark, who had a great year in 2019. Uh, the team really needs a lot more weapons for Gardner Minshew. And Judy, I mean, he is a weapon to say the least. Highly advanced as a route runner with every announcer calling him the best route runner in college football. I felt like every single game last year. 
And uh, just really quick feet, elusive after the catch, and should develop into a high-volume number one receiver, uh, most likely early in his career, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, uh, there's a lot of – this is an interesting wide receiver draft because there's, like – it seems like there's three pretty like pretty good wide receivers that are cut above, above the rest with Judy, Lamb, and Ruggs. Mm-hmm. But, man, I've been hearing that this – this wide receiver draft is like the deepest there's ever there's ever been. So honestly, been, like if yeah, if somebody took Jerry right before me, like I would have been fine taking CD Lamb. Like these, yeah. all three of these guys are just ballers. Yeah. Um. Next is Eli. All right. Um. With the the tenth pick, I believe it is the Browns are going to take Tristan Wirfs. Um. The Browns, in my opinion, in order for them to be successful, Baker Mayfield is going to have to uh, – I mean, he's just going to have to be better. And, you know, you know, beefing up your, uh, <laughs> beefing up your O-line is, is a good way to, you know, help your, help your QB out a little bit. You know, maybe buy them a, an extra second or two. But, um, so yeah, I think that's, how, that's who they're going to pick. Worse was um, someone that I considered at four, too, for the Giants. Um, I think Simmons is – I picked him because I think he's the best player in this draft, but um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go at four for the Giants. He's he's from Iowa, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, Iowa. Those big boys from Iowa are – Those big, those big white boys are a little different from Iowa. So. <laughs> he's not white? No. Tristan Woods is black. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. I'm edit this out. Yeah, probably should. Yeah, yeah. yeah he is. He's I'd not like quarter white. Or a half. Quarter he's not white. Yeah, he's not white. Those big boys from Iowa are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this <laughs> yeah All right, and cut. We don't edit anything in this podcast. <laughs> Eli's mistake one time, but that's fine. All right, <laughs> All right. Hey, we're not talking about. I will that. take three quarterbacks in my offensive draft. <laughs> not even, not even kind of what happened, by the way. With the second pick in the draft, I take <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Anthony? Yeah, um, with 11th pick, the New York Jets will select C.D. Lamb. Um, Judy's off the board. C.D.'s obviously, they're just one and two. You can switch them however you like. The Jets, their wide receiver depth is absolutely atrocious. They have Jameson Crowder as their number one. And their offensive line is not great, but they did sign George Fant in the offseason, which I guess you can – call that an upgrade but Seahawks fans know it's not too big but I just think Sam Darnold needs a another weapon besides Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield so they can get someone outside yeah that was that was going to be my pick um I I am going at 12 man this is where it gets tough because I had Judy and Lamb as my top two options and they're both gone awkward I think I'm gonna go with I'm going to go with C.J. Henderson out of Florida for my 12th pick with the Oakland Raiders. Um, the Raiders need a DB. Um, Henderson was a four-year starter at Florida. Um, he's got great size. He's athletic. Um, he's really long. He's like 6'1", which is good good length for a corner. Um, I, 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 I compare him to Marcus Peters. I'm out of Washington, bro. Your your thing is going a little haywire here. I'm just gonna mute you for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, C.J. Henderson is my pick at 12. Uh, the Raiders need a lot of help 
pretty much everywhere with that team. They're, they're kind of just mediocre at a lot of positions. So I, I definitely could have gone wide receiver here. It's also a little weird. The Raiders have a couple picks. I think they have two picks in the first round. Mm -hmm. um, and with the wide receiver class being so deep, um, I think that they if, if Dewey and CeeDee Lamb are off the board, I think that they could they're, they're going to wait on wide receiver. So I'm going to go in Henderson here. So you can I ask you why you didn't pick Rugs? I just think, like I said, I think the wide receiver, I think Judy and Lamb are a tier above. And I think, I think, I definitely think Ruggs is in play, but I think the wide receiver class is so deep that they can, and they have another pick in the first round. So I think they're going to, they could wait. Okay. Um, Sid, you're up on the clock. Sid. Sid. <laughs> Sid, you are on the clock. I know, I know my connection, like, kind of cut out. Um, <laughs> that, that's uh, such a lie. <laughs> We're just all looking at Sid. <laughs> He's just not moving. Uh, um, no one heard you. you already, it's, looking like, it's looking like video games with Sid right now, boys. The mic issues are prevalent. Sid, you there? Yeah, I am. Okay. Okay. So with the 13th pick, I'm choosing Henry Ruggs III from Alabama. I like because it. Because the Niners need a receiver really bad, like bad. And that's like their only like team need. So, I mean, I think they choose Henry Ruggs. Brandon, as our um, honorary 49ers fan, yes, would you be happy with Henry Ruggs? I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously wide receiver, we need help. So, I mean, if we uh, – if Jerry Judy or, or um, the other CD Lamb doesn't fall to us, I mean, yeah. Henry Ruggs is a fast guy. They said he's the next to Tyreek Hill, so, I mean, we'll see. Do you think you guys will trade down? You know, if if the wide receivers go off the board, I bet you we do trade down, yes. Gotcha. All right, and Brandon's on the clock, so there we go. Uh, you know, the Buccaneers are uh, popping off in free agency here. So, uh, with the 14th <laughs> pick, I think the, they're going to go Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle Georgia. Um, I think the biggest problem right now for the Buccaneers is protecting Tom Brady. And I feel like they got to do everything they can in this draft to uh, protect him. So uh, I thought that was a good pick for them, Andrew Thomas. Yeah, I like it. I'm on the clock, I think. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much all my picks are gone. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I, had, I thought Henderson might slip to me. He got picked. Um, Kinlaw's still on the board, which if I pick Kinlaw, the, I just looked up. I looked it up. The um, Broncos just got Jarrell Casey, so I don't think they need a lot of help on D line. They also have Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. So what I think I'm going to do is pick Justin Jefferson. They need, they've been wanting to pair wide receiver with Sutton for a while, and that's all the news going around them. So I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I had Jefferson high on my. I think he's a stud too. He's he ran a four four forty. He's like six one, I think. 18 touchdowns last year. Mm -hmm. stood. Yeah. Uh, Reed. Um, with the 16th pick, the Atlanta Hawks select. The Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks? <laughs> Atlanta Hawkins. <laughs> I've been playing too much 2K. I've been playing too much 2K. Um, the Atlanta Falcons select Trayvon Diggs, cornerback Alabama. High <laughs> board. Oh, okay. Um, nice. I have a lot of stuff on Diggs as well. Um, he's Stephon Diggs' brother. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Wow. Former wide receiver. I, have yeah. a lot of, I saw a lot of people compare him to Quentin Dunbar, who just got added. <laughs> like, same kind of thing. Former wide receiver, big flank. Um, yeah. What I saw was um, that the Falcons are trying to trade up to the, I believe, ninth Nine, yeah. to pick Henderson. So, I know they want a quarterback. That's why, I mean, for our purposes, we're not doing trades. So, I think he's the next best available corner. Yeah. So all right, Brock. Yeah. Well, all right, yeah, that was my pick. I really like him. He's really athletic and, like you said, former wide receiver, so he can really – really understands the position and can really play against it well. So, with him being off, for pick 17, Dallas Cowboys will select Clavon Chasen, edge rusher from LSU. Uh, I kind of want to focus on a corner because Dallas def- desperately needs some help in the secondary, but rushers on the edge is one of the Cowboys' other main needs in this draft. So this guy's quick. He's very quick laterally and up the field with tremendous agility. And um, I also saw this one story. Uh, so it said he followed a friend to an LSU football camp and wound up receiving a scholarship offer despite even playing a down of varsity football. So no just after reading that, yeah. With Dallas's knees in this draft and just hearing that, that just says a lot about his size and ability. So I just didn't want to pass him up. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I would love if he slipped all the way to the Seahawks in the actual draft. Mm-hmm. Right? Jesus Christ. For sure. Um, who are we at? Eli? Yeah, back to Eli. Um, <clears throat> all right. Dolphins with 18th pick. Uh, I say they're going to pick Xavier McKinney. I think you pronounced that Xavier, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Xavier McKinney, uh, safety from Alabama. Um, I mean, yeah, they got their – they got Tua. They got their, their offense. They're going to – now I think they're going to try to stockpile their defense a little bit. And, um, yeah, Xavier McKinney is a – I think he's a great pickup for them. I like it. Yeah. All right, Sid, is the connection working? Um, I think so, yeah. All right, there we go. We can hear him. Hey. Who you got? It's your pick, right? Oh, wait, no. Anthony's pick. My bad. That's my fault. Um, so, with the Raiders' second pick in the first round, they will be going – Mecky Beckton is still on the board, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll select him for their offensive line. That's a good one. Um, Jack, you filled the cornerback need. They still don't have receivers very much, but I don't know if I want to go with T. Higgins right now. Yeah, I think I think just the way this draft set up that the Raiders could wait. Yeah, he'd be fine. So and this Mecky Beckton, he's six seven, three sixty four. He ran, he ran a five one forty. I mean that's that's unbelievable. That's <laughs> he he could be. Easily top ten. I mean, it's yeah. not fun for us as mock like to mock O linemen just because like we don't know them. But, like he could easily be top ten. Um, all right, I'm up with Jacksonville at twenty. Who else had Jacksonville? Brock. Yep. Brock picked Judy. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, I had I had some wide receivers going to them. I actually had. Judy. Um, <laughs> I think the guy that I'm going to go with at 20 is Christian Fulton, the cornerback out of LSU. 
Um, he's again just a guy that's got a lot of length. Um, played really good. I, I mean, I think LSU is one of the best defensive back universities in the country. Um, and that's just one of Jacksonville's needs, aside from wide receiver, is uh, defensive back. So Christian Fulton out of LSU is my pick. Mitch, I believe you're up next. Yeah. Um. So the 21st pick, I feel like the Eagles are going to take T. Higgins because they need a receiver, and someone like him will boost it because, like, he's kind of underrated in, like, the wide receiver area. And he's, like, really, like, a deep threat. So I feel like Wentz will work out with him. So I believe they'll take T. Higgins. All right. I like it. Good pick. Brandon? With the 22nd pick, uh, the Vikings are going to take Denzel Mims. Uh, I feel like the Vikings need wide receiver help, obviously. Diggs is gone. And another another position I thought about was corner because they lost Xavier Rhodes. But um, I just like Denzel Mims, a big wide receiver from Baylor. So I feel like he might be a good addition to that offense. He's like shot up draft board. Like, yeah. I had never heard of him. And now he's like, I see him in first rounds all the time. So, yeah, good pick. Uh, the guy standing next to me, Cole. Um, I did not think this guy would slip all the way. Uh, Javon Kinlaw. He was supposed to be projected a top 10 pick, and he kind of slipped. So, Patriots, Jordan Love's still on the board. I thought about that. But I think Belichick is going to take the best player available. With this guy. So I'm going to go with Kinlaw. Kinlaw, nice. Um, Reed. Um, so I'm picking for the New Orleans Saints. I was, I'm going to select Patrick Queen. Linebacker LSU. Again, I was thinking about Love, but if if Breeze's deal was one year, I think I would take Love at this point. But two year, I don't think. I think they can wait for a quarterback next year and have him sit a year because I don't think there's a point of taking a quarterback and having him sit two years before he gets a chance to play because I think that deteriorates the rookie contract and mm-hmm. their opportunity to win a Super Bowl. All right. Uh, oh, I'm already up. Okay, just a second. All right. Let's see. Five seconds here. Jackie's still my cornerback. Okay. Pick 25, Minnesota. So, something with this pick, if Jordan Love slips, then Vikings may trade farther back and somebody who needs Jordan Love will trade up or somebody who needs a quarterback will trade up. But um, with this pick, I think the Vikings are going to go with A.J. Terrell, cornerback from Clemson. So, Vikings desperately need to handle this cornerback position in the secondary. Because of the four cornerbacks that play 500-plus snaps for Vikings last season, 300 uh, – well, three of them – uh, Xavier Rose, Mackenzie Alexander, and Trey Waynes are no longer on the roster. So I believe Terrell is a long and athletic corner that would definitely help address one of the team's bigger needs in this draft. For sure. I think he – I was, like, doing a little bit of research on, on Terrell because he was a guy on my board. He he had a really bad game in the national championship. Yeah, I saw that. But, like – he was pretty high on – I think a lot of teams, like, I think he slipped a lot because of that game. But, like, I mean, it's against, like, Jamar Chase and Jefferson Jefferson and Joe. Mm-hmm. But, like, a, lot, a lot of corners have bad days against LSU. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I think – yeah, I think if he slips – like you said, I, I feel like the Vikings probably trade back if that's – if Love has slipped this far. I think a team will probably trade up and take mm-hmm. him. But 
I think if I think if Fulton drops, I think they'll take him with that twenty second pick too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And I picked Fulton at twenty, so yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we have Eli. All right. <clears throat> with the Dolphins again. I got pick uh number twenty six. Um I say they're gonna go with uh Ezra Cleveland. Offensive line. Oh yeah. He, uh, Boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh hashtag bleed blue. Uh, Andrew Cleveland went to Boise State. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, you know, they, they're, not allowed. It, if, they're, if they're gonna, if they're gonna roll with this whole Tua thing, I mean, he's, he's pretty injury prone. I think, uh, I think the better their O-line is, uh, you know, the less injuries that Tua is going to have. And that's, that's their key to success right there. And, you know, there might be a few other offensive linemen to pick up there, but Ezra Cleveland went to Boise State. So, yeah, he was a guy that he shot up draft boards a lot. Um, yeah. He had a great, great combine, like insane. His really showed off like his athleticism. Um, oh, sweet. We were running out of time. We removed the 40 minute time limit on your group meeting. Oh, that's, that's so sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zoom. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but I just I love Ezra Cleveland. Um, he's from Bethel, Washington. So, oh, all right. Um, Anthony. Um, I don't. Who are you picking for? Seahawks. Mm. I don't know if I should go D end or offensive line, just because of. Like the clowny situation, and then Everson Griffin. I don't know if they're gonna sign either one of them. I mean, let's be honest. Like, we're gonna trade. Like, yeah, but in real life, we're gonna trade down. There's yeah. no doubt. Like, this is irrelevant, but yeah. you know, <laughs> it's a, it's irrelevant. I'll just go with. Is someone say Yudi Yudi Gross Matos? Yeah. Nope. Anybody? No, I haven't picked them. I'm just saying I don't know how to say his name. Nobody has. No, nobody's uh, got Gross Matos. Uh, I'll go with him. Just Good. the end. Something they need. I'm not going to pick him, but just for the sake of this draft. Well, yeah. we'll go with the seventh ring the end on the board at the time. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. I'm at 28 with the Ravens. I think in reality, they're probably going to pick Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma if he slips this far. Yeah. But I. I'm going to pick J.K. Dobbins, running back out of Ohio State. Like it. Um, I love this guy. Um, everyone might be saying, Jack, the Ravens have Mark Ingram. They don't need a running back. But I think the way that the Ravens kind of like they, – they run the ball a lot. I think Mark Ingram – I think he's fine. But I think Dobbins is kind of the guy that they want in this offense. I think he – I think he might not be the number one running back prospect. I think like Taylor and Swift – um, might be a little bit ahead of him, but he's really small. If you ever like watch J.K. Dobbins play, he's just this like bowling ball. Like he's really small and compact. The tank. Yeah, um, he never missed a game in college. Played through a lot of injuries. He reminds me kind of li- a little bit of like a faster Ray Rice, um, the former Raven. And so, yeah, that's who I'm gonna go with. J.K. Dobbins for the Ravens. I think that'd be fun fantasy wise too. Like I think he would be a a fun pick to have just on the Ravens. So, yeah. That's what I'm going with. Who's up? Brandon or Sid? Sid. 
So the Tennessee Titans with the 29th pick are going to take Jeff Gladney from TCU. He's a cornerback. Because, like, the Titans need a cornerback. And, like, it, and if they want to compete for a Super Bowl, they're going to have to have someone to defend against Patrick Mahomes in that. Yeah. Okay. That's what they got. That's, they showed their weakness against the Chiefs. And they couldn't really guard their receivers. So, yeah, I like the pick. All right, Brandon. Uh, with the 30th pick, no one's taking Austin Jackson, right? Tackle, USC. Uh, Packers are going to take Austin Jackson. Uh, they lost uh, Ryan Belaga this uh, this uh, offseason, so I feel like they need tackle help. I mean, you know, after they played the Niners last year, they got pretty beat up, so. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right, last two. All right, so I have the 49ers pick. I was thinking about picking an O-lineman, but all the ones are gone. I don't know any of the rest of them, their names. And I'm going to pick they – ju- they just lost to Forrest Buckner. They have a plethora of defensive linemen, but I think A.J. Espinanza, I think that's how you say it, can play two positions, and he's a stud. So I'm going to go with him as the 49ers pick. There you go. Cool. Uh, I, I think with this 31st pick, they're going to be looking D-line for sure. I mean, I feel like they just need a – because, I mean, we have a couple of guys coming back, but we got an ACL, so it might take a while. So, Yeah, I feel like a wide receiver and defensive end in your first two two picks would be – if you come out of that with, with those two positions, yeah. then so, I think – it, it all depends on the 13th pick. I think that'll that'll definitely define the Niners draft. I agree. I agree. Because you'll probably trade down if no wide receivers are there. I think yeah. we're exactly that. Whatever we get out of that will be big. Mm-hmm. All right, Reed, wrap us up. The 32nd pick. The Kansas City Chiefs select DeAndre Swift, running back, Georgia. I like it. Um, this man, 5'8", 212. He ran a 4-4-8 at the Combine. I think that offense just becomes a lot more scary. You add, I mean, I think he's the best running back in the draft. And I think he fits their offense perfectly. You know, they had Damon Williams, but I, I think you can have a dual backfield with them too. I think that would be dangerous. They don't really have a gaping hole either. Yeah. All right. That concludes our um, – what do we call it? Like virtual mock draft. Virtual mock draft, yeah. Annual. Um, yeah, no Jonathan right. Taylor. What's up? No Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I This year's running – it'll be interesting to see where the running backs go. Yeah. Um, so, I okay, I have a quick – we're going to go around the Zoom, around the, around the room. I have two over-unders. That I want you guys to say over or under in the first round. Quarterbacks, the line is four. Do we think under four or over four get taken in the first round? Four is probably four is probably what ends up happening. Yeah. But I want you guys to say over or under four quarterbacks. Anthony, start. Um uh, under. I think there's like three, like fully guaranteed, and yeah. then you can fit one or two if teams just pop out of the blue and do it. But all right, Brandon. You know I'm gonna go with over. I think that uh, I think that uh, God Georgia's QB, what's his name? Our guy on QB one. I think Fromm might go late first. Someone might might get a little wild hair and need to want want to save him for the future. So I like it. 
Brock? Um, yeah, I'll go, I'll go under with Anthony, honestly. I know it's going to be four because I think Jordan Love and Herbert are going to be taken first. But honestly, if anything, I feel like Jordan will slip. Yep. Eli? Um, I'm going to have to say over. Yeah. I mean, in our little – in our own little, like, mock draft thing, I mean, I think three. We went, we went under. Three, yeah. Well, three, yeah. But three went, like, at the very beginning, though. So, I think I think it's possible for one or two teams to, you know, make a, maybe a little bit of surprise and just kind of mm-hmm. pull a QB there. But, yeah, I'm saying over. Mitch? Um, I'm saying under. I feel like it'll just be the three and, like, the first six picks and possibly Jordan Love, but I it's think. Tough. Four, four is a tough line. It is, because I, mean, I think Jordan Love will go first. But. Cool, Reed, any, over, under. Uh, I'm going over. I think the four top guys we mentioned, Love, Herbert, to uh, Burrow, all go first. And then I think Easton could make a jump into late yeah. third, and I think <laughs> – Hurts might like make a late jump because teams are always trying to reach on athletic quarterbacks. So exactly, there's a bunch of wild cards in QB position. Yeah, Cole, I'm gonna go over too. I have a bet on it, so <laughs> <laughs> might as well stick on the same side, huh? Um, so I think Ethan will get picked in the first round. I think Love is probably gone before 15. And 15. Wow. Yeah, I think he'll I like get it. top 15 pick. So, and I think. I think Tennessee could pick a quarterback because I don't think Tannehill is there. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. I think it's close. I, my surprise pick in the first round, I think the Patriots could pick uh, Jalen Hurts in the first round. Okay. Um, If they don't, if they think that they couldn't get him later, I think, I think Jalen Hurts, the Patriots would be an awesome little fit. Hmm. Um, I think, I think Hurts is just a good guy. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be I, I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be most fun. Um, and then the last over under is on wide receivers in the first round. Oh, the line I have is five and a half. Oh, over. Five and a half. <laughs> I think Brandon says over right away. Yeah, over. Yeah. I think I think it's probably over as well. Um, I mean you have the three locks. It's all going to depend on if teams really think this class is as deep as it is. Yeah. Like, because you all all you hear is this class is super deep. If teams think like, hey, I can get um, what's his Pittman, I think, out of USC. Like, if they like uh, Hamler, I think, out of Penn State. If they like these guys and they're like, I can get them later. Um, because you know it's all about like I feel like in drafts, the, it's all about runs. You know, like teams yeah. are. That's the same thing. What's going to happen with the quarterbacks? The like, quarterbacks, yeah. Once one goes, it's a exactly effect. Exactly. So, I think it's probably over for wide receivers in the first round, but I think it's going to be close. Yeah, we. I mean, last year's draft, Daniel Jones going at six, I believe. Yeah. Of the, the. I mean, I've heard stories that the Redskins wanted to take Jones, that was their yeah. guy, and forced them to take Haskins, which really like I don't so, know, delayed their rebuild. Yes. Yeah, so I think that other teams' picks, I mean, they really do have a lot, like a lot of effect on what what other teams are deciding. Yeah. Um. Anyone? Anyone else have an over or under? Brock, Eli, Sid, Anthony. 
cool. It, I, I'd probably say over two. I think the only way it goes under is kind of what you said. Like, if people really think the, like, the wide receiver class is as deep as it is, they're going to feel like they can get, you know, a decent wide receiver later. Uh, that, I think that's the only – yeah. Like, it's – after the first few picks, if wide receivers aren't going, you know, I think there's a possibility of it going under. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to say more, most likely it'll probably go over. I think there were six taken in ours. Right, the Baylor guy, Jefferson, T. Higgins, and Thursday. Yeah. So I think I think yeah, I'll I'll go over. I think Mims too. Guys get taken first. Uh, I I just think there's too many wide receiver needy teams, and there's yeah, too much talent. Right. I feel like I feel like they look at the roster and they're like, hey, I mean, there's so much talent here. Why not? You know, mm-hmm. best best player available. I'm gonna go under. I think. I under. Yeah, I think under. I think just. Just because this is we don't trade we couldn't trade in this mock draft because yeah. we need to mess everything up. But I just think, think like Minnesota could trade down, Denver could trade down if their guy's gone. There's so many guys who could just trade down if they don't want if they don't have a first round grade on the team. Yeah. So that's where more quarterbacks can be taken too. Yeah. Yeah. So I have another one. Do you think a running back will be taken in the first round? Yeah. So yeah. one, I think one will be. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I was going to do, like, a little intro, but I think we could just start with the draft. I mean, I don't, I don't see why we need to do a little – I don't mess up all my recording. So, I'm, I'm with it. The other things I wanted to talk about, um, the Disney movie bracket, we're doing the, – the championship is right now, as we speak. Last time I looked, Toy Story was a dog and incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I, voted this, I voted this morning. Toy Story was winning. I can check right now. Live update, eleven thirty nine a.m. East or Pacific time. It is fifty five percent Toy Story, forty five percent Incredible. No way! Dang, oh. come back! Don't call it a comeback. I when I voted, it was like 62, 80. 38 or something. It was like, like 80, 80, 20 when I voted. There you go. So that is yeah, Incredibles, Toy Story, two number one seeds, those two. They've kind of dominated. Brock, I'm going to have to mute you again. I'm sorry. Brock, is someone mowing, like, your whole block or what? Yeah, My goodness. Um, Brock's got a fat yard. Seriously. Um, but, yeah, they've kind of been – they've been the two powerhouses so far. So, Incredibles, Toy Story, we'll see who wins that. Um, okay, obviously, the big news was Gronk to the Bucks. Man, within three hours. That crap was crazy, man. I still can't believe that. Oh, me, can I say one thing? Yeah. We've been, they had they had a guy on part of my take. He was talking about it, and they they said that Gronk isn't hasn't been building up for the season. Like he's looking really thin. So I don't know. If, I mean, he could train from now on and get back to regular playing ability. But I don't I don't know if it's gonna be. Oh, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah I I, be fine. he's a tank. It's Gronk. It's just this whole story is just crazy because you think about like why he stopped playing in the first place, you know? And I mean, like the rumor is that like. He was just done with the Patriots, like, but he yeah. wasn't done with Tom Brady. And I think Tom Brady knew. I think I think Tom Brady once he knew he leave that Gronk would be on his way. I really did. Yeah, I I have a really hard time because I think OJ Howard is a top ten tight end. Oh, for sure. And so I don't really know what are they gonna like. I've heard they're gonna they're gonna keep him. Gronk were a duo for a while when they win a couple Super Bowls. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Everybody's like trade him, trade him. I'm like, why? I mean, it's not like Gronk's gonna play another five years. Yeah. <laughs> Keep OJ Howard, run two tight end sets. Their offense is going to be ridiculous. They can protect Tom Brady. Yeah. 
Yeah, who had the Buccaneers pick at 14? I did. Did you? And you picked Thomas. That was I, a good pick. I picked the offensive line. Yeah. yeah. Um. <coughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I. It was. It was so fast how this all like it was. Oh. Like, and it was Crazy. all rumors too. It felt. It seemed yeah. like it was like. You know, this is the kind of stuff I feel like would happen like in a couple months. You hear? Yeah, for sure. They worked it out. It seemed uh, like Shefty had something new every five minutes. Yeah, crazy. and it it doesn't seem like a Belichick thing to do just to give him up. Just to give him up. Yeah, I thought it was weird too. Like, can you imagine that phone call between Gronk and Kraft? Oh hey, yeah, I, I, I'm coming back. He's like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, but I want to be traded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. And I feel like it was like it would have been like a Belichick move to be like, all right, I'm gonna trade you to like the Dolphins. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, Very true. Screw you. You know. Yeah. But and like, man, I heard some rumors that like the the Patriots were going to try to trade up to 14. It was going to be like Gronk and their pick at 23 for the 14th pick. And I was like, man, that's four, going up nine spots. Nine spots, yeah. Is a lot. Yeah. And then it ended up being Gronk in a seventh for a fourth. Fourth, yeah. yeah I didn't get anything out of it. Yeah. No, like, kind of a steal, yeah. Um, and I don't know, can someone fact – how old is Gronk? I think he's like 30 or 29. 30. He's like 30? I mean, that's yeah. – that blows like I've. But I, I say once Tom Brady's done, he's done. I don't. He there's no way he stays. No, that's insane. So I Tampa two years maybe. That's what they're getting. So. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, and then my my question, I guess, for everyone. Who has more offseason hype, the Buccaneers, or last year's Browns? Browns, Browns, all the way. <laughs> the Browns. I feel like we say that because. The Patriots haven't done anything, or the Buccaneers, excuse me, haven't yeah. done anything, and like we know how bad the Buc- or the Browns sucked. No. But like, man, I there's a lot of hype around this team too. Like, he's going to be picked in top tens for fantasy. Oh yeah. Um, Gronk, I, just, I think Gronk will be a top ten tight end probably in fantasy. Like, oh for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, besides the probably. top four, probably. There's no reason not to. That's that yeah. makes the tight end like I'm okay with taking Gronk at like this. The five tight end off the board. I'll be yeah. fine with that. The the big difference I'd say between this team, the Buccaneers and the Browns of last year, is that like you don't have a video of Baker Mayfield of Tom Brady running from the cops or a thing of Odell. oh my gosh, Colin Coward, get out of here. Or like Odell Beckham and Court. Or you don't have like Mike Evans and um Chris Godwin like yelling trade me on the sideline, you know, and trading their alignment for a old defensive end so well and you have you have experience like you have tom brady is a lot different quarterback than baker mayfield baker mayfield was going into his second year first first pick overall pick and tom brady's a winner i think that's the biggest difference and i think they had they both had similar similar records too like the the bucks this year had seven and nine i think the browns were seven eight and one year before so i think but i think yeah i think the Bucks have a more hype. Yeah, they got they got to protect Brady. Yeah, we'll see. For sure. Um, did every did everyone watch the Jordan doc? Did anyone know? Oh man, uh, what yeah, what a show! You should check it out. Yeah, what a show! It's worth the watch. Wait, who didn't watch it? Brock, Anthony said, "Did you guys watch it?" Yeah. You like to watch it? It's frozen. <laughs> I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch it, but I kind of heard a little bit about it from uh from part of my take. Yeah. <laughs> Sid's frozen in a yawn right now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, man, that's a long yawn, but he's been frozen. 
Oh, oh. Ah, he's trying to talk. He's trying. <laughs> he's trying. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm I'm excited for for the next few episodes. It's been it, it's cool. Like it kind of felt like a live sport. It really know? did. Like it was cool. That episode two was awesome. The Celtic series was amazing to watch. Man, yeah. he just watching him drop like it's a tank, man. Dixie and in, in an era where like a hundred points was uncommon. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know what I thought was crazy is like looking at Michael Jordan and the, like those videos is like how big LeBron is. LeBron is a tank, dude. Like compared to what Michael Jordan looks like in that in that documentary. Yeah. Well, Michael Jordan's just a pure scorer, man. He just did you see the the um preview for next episode. They're like Michael Jordan's talking about like the Pistons. He's like, yeah, I didn't really weight train before that. Yeah. Before that, I'm like, okay. You would not be as successful in this NBA than you were back yeah. then. You did not weight train. No, but – and also hearing, like, um, or just watching that, because, like, obviously we weren't alive yet. I mean, how much Steph Curry's changed the NBA? Oh, God. Yeah. Look at all of his shots. Like, there was not one shot behind the three-point line. Not one. No, not one. Yeah, and we it was, talking- like, who's – I mean, like, watching uh, – um. It was like I think the '82 national championship game. It was like Carolina and Georgetown. Yeah. And it was just like Patrick Ewing got called for five goaltendings in the first. Yeah. Half. Yeah. There was no three point line. There was no, no three point line. Half the footage. And like the 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 final play when they like Dean Smith drew up the final play and he's like, all right, we're gonna swing it around and then we're gonna hold it and then we're gonna swing it back around and then Jordan's gonna be open for the shot. Like, what? This is not basketball. I mean, it's it's like it's just crazy how much the NBA has changed. Yeah, it really is. Like the shot clock too. Like they had 32 seconds left on the time when they called a timeout, and they're just like, okay, we're just gonna wait for the last shot now. Yeah, it's true. There's just yeah, there's just a bunch of little things. It just it's weird. It really is. Yeah. I like I liked it though, just because I mean, I never watched Jordan play, and I think it's cool that like yeah. That we're kind of like we saw a lot of young NBA stars tweet out like, "Oh dang, this guy's a beast!" Like they've we've oh, yeah. never seen him. Like I think it's that's this is gonna be a big like swing in the goat argument too. Oh yeah, because I feel like a lot of people are gonna switch to Jordan's side because I mean, I was a big LeBron goat just because I never watched MJ play, so I'm obviously gonna pull for the guy I watched dominate. I think I think if you're talking one on one, LeBron, I think would beat him, but. If you're talking about, like, age and, like, pure score, I mean, MJ is just like, – there's a reason why everybody says he's the best, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, with the 1v1 argument, too, like, Shaq would be MJ in a 1v1. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, like, that's, a, that's a rough – it's hard to say who's the best player just by 1v1. And it's crazy, like, how consistent you'd have to be back then, just, like, pull all those middies. Because, like, oh, yeah. oh, nowadays yeah. you look at people who drop, like, 50 or 60, and they all have, like – 23 nine or games. 10 three-pointers yeah. made and mm-hmm. so just the amount of shots that jordan would have to yeah, take yeah it's crazy unbelievable and i thought um i thought like one of the most insightful things was uh i think it was mark eaton like an interview of him being like well jordan's not seven foot so he, yeah he all of them there's like three or four of them yeah and it's he like, can't carry a team by himself yeah know? and now it's like if you're seven foot you don't get drafted if you can't no. If you can't shoot, exactly. It's crazy. It's so weird. Like, that Celtics team had three seven-footers on it. Like, that was just crazy. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um, the only other thing I have is that the PGA Tour announced that the weekend, actually, of my birthday, that is going to be their first event. And then they're going to have their first four for sure without fans. Um, but I just think it's exciting we have something, like, on the calendar. Yeah. We got it rolling. Um, but, yeah, that's – other than that, it, 
so weird. You hear like I hear reports all the time. It's like I get an alert on my phone. It's like ninety nine percent of college football directors think we're gonna have a college football season, and then I hear something on another talk show that's like, um, we're not gonna have. There's no way we can have a college football season yeah. this year. And like, what what's going on? Like, why why? Do- there's a lot of talk about having the season, but having no fans, and that classes will still be online for fall. Dude, that would suck. Yeah. But that's like that's like a growing growing popularity right now is that they just won't bring like all student students back, but still have college work. Of, like you were saying, have college football games without fans. I saw this one report. I don't even know who it was, but he was thinking like he said like ninety percent of directors wouldn't even want to do that like without fans. Yeah, that's a huge loss of revenue. The best part about college football is the band. You can hear that. You can hear that. Like it's like the spirit. I feel like I'm yeah. no, it'll rather be have different. them move back in the spring with fans than have no fans in the fall. Like, yeah. I think I think that would be better. You know, you know, are supposed to play Michigan week one, so I'm really interested to see what's gonna happen there. If they're gonna play it all, play with no fans, or just I don't even know. Hard to tell right now, but I just think nobody knows. Yeah, we're all just guessing. Yeah, yeah, you're just guessing at this point. So why is – that's my question is, like, why is everyone talking – like, why is everyone putting out reports like, oh, this is what, like, this might happen? Like, no, no one knows. You want to sound like they know that. It's all, it's all weighing on a vaccine, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> in, um, part of my take this morning's episode, I think Big Cat was like, just make a vaccine. Just make one. <laughs> he was like, just give it to the athletes. I don't care. As long as you can get sports back, just get a vaccine out there. <laughs> He's like, I'll stay in my house. I don't care. Just get a vaccine. I'm totally in agreement. It's crazy, man, because, like, it takes years to get that stuff out, and they're trying to do it yeah. in months. And so it all weighs on that. I mean, if, if they can't get this thing calmed down, I mean, we're not going to have anything. So if we, if, if we don't have football, I'll cry. Yeah, if NFL gets canceled, it'll be rough. It'll be a rough fall. We already miss March Madness and the Masters. I can't take yeah. anymore. <laughs> I'm with you, Brock. I'm with you, buddy. Yeah, especially Gonzaga. That's the only thing there. Can you imagine Joe Burrow's rookie season and Trevor Lawrence's rookie season happening the same year? At the same time. Could you imagine how that would affect everything, though? Like that. Yeah, oh, man. Contracts, too. Like, how would that work? They can't pay people. And Double up on quarterbacks? That, that'd just be crazy. They have a thing in their clause where they have to pay people. That was then teams are going to – the league might disrupt if they're I – mean, Well, I heard that, like, college football-wise – they're saying over 50% of schools won't have a football program if they cancel this year's college football season. That's crazy, man. Because you have to you have to honor – It's a lot. It's a lot of money. Yeah. You have to honor scholarships. You have to pay people, and you're not bringing in anything. Like like, go ahead, Brandon. Have you guys heard, like, the NBA guys? They're, like, like 80% of like eighty percent of the NBA is living check to check, and it's, like, there's, like, one – there's, like, one, um, one guy that has, like, six players under him, one agent. And those are the only guys that are going to get their full salary for this season. Cool. I just think that's crazy because, like, that guy negotiated contracts to where, like, if something like this happened, they would get their money. But, like, it's just crazy. That's like, cool. it's, not, it's not just everyday people that are getting screwed. Yeah. Brock, go ahead. Yeah, I man, I just saw some stats, like, just on Instagram. They were showing, like, how much money, like, like one five-star recruit can bring in, how much one four-star recruit can bring in. It is, like, I think – I may have this wrong, but I think like five stars, like thirty six thousand dollars or something. Yeah. Yeah. You think if you don't have sports, you're not bringing that money, and that is a huge loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, Justin Jersey sells and stuff. I mean, it's probably yeah. millions if the guy goes big time. And more people coming to watch them. You know? oh, yeah. 
That's it's crazy. It's millions and millions and millions of dollars lost. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, uh, you want to stay optimistic, but at the same time, it's like I think the further we get into this thing, like the more like I mean, I, football. I remember at the beginning of seeing March Madness. I was like, if they shut down March Madness, I'll yeah. out. Yeah, I remember that too. And now it's like July. Huh? We're, we're not July. January. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Um, that's. Does anyone have anything else? We. I don't have anything else. But. Uh, you want to talk about Curtis Weaver for a second? Oh yeah. What the heck happened there, man? Dude, that's really unfortunate for our yeah. boy. What happened? He just oh, he's, a projected like first rounder, and now he's like third round. He's dropping. Yeah, he was. He was up there. They're saying size issue. Smaller. Forty times two, like. Yeah, like yeah. I think I think he'll if he slips that far, man. I would I hope the Seahawks grab him because I think he's. I mean, I I I loved what he was really fun to watch at boys. He's good, man. He's a great he passer. Cool. Yeah, good big boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think next week we'll do a little like. I don't really I don't like grading drafts because I feel like that's stupid. Yeah, I mean we don't know until we see. No, but I think we can talk about like guys that we like, you know, <clears throat> where the quarterbacks went, where the surprises. Yeah, surprises for sure, trades. The um, draft uh, the draft might be a comedy show, man. Have you heard yeah. like have you heard like their practice things? Like yeah. they can't mute themselves, everybody's talking and like giving away their picks and stuff. It's going to be it's going to be really funny to watch. It really There's is. one that said like a a GM like I think it was the Vikings GM or something like couldn't get on because his kids were watching Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be really funny to watch. Yeah, it's gonna be hilarious. So we can talk. Yeah, we can just talk all things draft. Um, I think we should like talk about the rookies and like fantasy stuff because I know yeah. we all like fantasy football. So talk about that. Um, I heard um, Pete is a quote from Pete Carroll said that um, if teams waste up the draft block, they're they're basically just gonna. He said most gems are gonna like honor the team and let them. Their pick instead of like yeah, I don't it. think they'll be in no, it. It'll be very lenient for sure. It's just gonna be so weird watching it all on TV. Like, yeah, that's tough too, though, because the draft. I mean, just like the top picks, like being there and going up on stage and getting that jersey, like that's a oh. huge moment. And mm-hmm. the whole thing they had planned. I mean, bring the boat oh. bringing you up there, oh, yeah, and, wasn't it? Yeah, going in the water. Oh, it was gonna yeah. be so cool, dude. Vegas was gonna be so so fun to watch. Yeah. I hope that they like. We, we get do it next year. Yeah. Like I hope. We- I've heard they're going to. Good. Good. Um. One thing I saw of Seahawks news is um. Jonathan Taylor was getting interviewed, and he was like, "They're like, who would you most like to play with?" And he was like, "I think Russell Wilson would be really fun to play with." And then he was like, "The other guy was like, who are you most starstruck when you met?" He's like, "Oh, when I met Pete Carroll, it was just really cool." Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I'm not saying. That. Well, they were both Badgers. I mean, they both went to Wisconsin. True. Hopefully we don't take him. I don't think that. You don't like Jonathan Taylor? I like him, but why? Why would we take a running back when we don't really like need one in the second round? All right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Reed, who's your running back week sixteen? Who's for the Seahawks? Yeah, who's our running back? Who was your running back week sixteen against the Niners? Seventeen, whatever. He had a good game. He had a good game. Oh my god! Who was it? Summer. Travis Summer. Okay. We'll see. Draft is like 24 hours away. We got time. Um, everyone, vote on our 
our Disney, actually by the time this is out, the voting will pretty much be over. Vote on the Disney movie bracket. Watch Survivor tonight. Listen to your heart. <laughs> Survivor. How's that going, Doug? Dude, Survivor's so lit. I love it. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I'm about to get out of sports. Boss and Rob, he's in the, the weird <laughs> island, right? Yeah, he's in the gulag. Um, <laughs> he's in the gooey. He's in the gooey. Dude, it's the closest thing we have to sports is Survivor. <laughs> I thrive for the games. Have you guys, have you been watching uh, Listen to Your Heart? No. No. It's actually not bad. It's kind of weird. Is that the Bachelor thing? Yeah. Oh, that's awful, Jack. I don't know how you watch it. <laughs> Cole's the only one that loves it. It's terrible, man. It was fine, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> all right. That's all I have. Thanks for doing this, guys. It was on Zoom, so if the audio is bad, it's not my fault. Um, <laughs> my fault. I'll take this one. Actually, you you had good audio. Oh, I think It was just Brock's. That was cool. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Brock's got the largest <laughs> yard in the whole state of Washington. <laughs> I really hope that this, the audio transfers smoothly because I'm recording it on Zoom, and that's it. So... You got, this. you got this, Jack. I believe. Yeah, if we have to redo this, at least the second time will be a little bit smoother. We'll have we'll already have all of our picks. We'll just <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll know all the picks, so we can yeah. be like geniuses, you know. And maybe Brock's yeah. lawnmower won't be a. <laughs> <laughs> Brock's like mid pick going out mowing his lawn. <laughs> I have my phone out there while I'm mowing the lawn. Yeah, he's just like, what? Oh, it's my pick. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, boys. We'll see you later. Yeah. See y'all. Yeah. Nice talking, man.